Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Well, all eyes on Israel and all of the Western media focused on what happens next in the Gaza Strip. But of course, another country that has been under attack over the past 10 days is Syria by the Israelis attacking the airports in Aleppo and Damascus. But Western media is, of course, silent on that story, but we are not. And we are bringing in Kavor Kalmasian, Syrian journalist uh, who writes and uh, does great videos at Syriana Analysis for what is exactly happening in Syria, perhaps the lost country in this entire conflict right now. Kavor, good to see you. What can you tell us over the past few hours has been happening in Syria with these continued attacks on the Syrian civilian infrastructure? Thank you very much, Clayton, for having me again on your channel. Uh, and also thank you for shedding light on the different geopolitical conflicts in the region, which is very important for your audience as well. I believe the situation, the security situation is deteriorating in the region after the, uh, uh, the decision of Israel to wage a ground offensive against the Gaza Strip. The declared goal, uh, according to official uh, Israeli officials, is to... Uh, occupy the Gaza Strip and push the 2 million Palestinians to the Sinai region so that they would become refugees indefinitely, just like the uh, half a million uh, Palestinian refugees in Syria, half a million Palestinian refugees in Lebanon, and 2 million Palestinian refugees in Jordan, and the rest are spread all around the world. Those people never had the chance to go back to their countries after they were dispelled. So the Syrian side is definitely involved in this conflict uh, with Israel, and they are uh, trying to uh, what is called in, in the mili military strategy in Syria is to increase the pace of the retaliation, uh, depending on what the Israelis are planning in the Gaza Strip. When uh, Antony Blinken visited uh, the region and he visited uh, to Israel, uh, to, uh, also to Jordan, to Saudi Arabia, this has also preceded with a phone call for the first time between the president of uh, Iran and with his uh, counterpart, uh, King, uh, uh, King of Saudi Arabia. And it, is, it seems that there is a consensus even among the people, even among the countries who, who want to normalize relations with Israel that um, the occupation of the Gaza Strip and expelling 2 million Palestinians to the Sinai region is a red line. And accordingly, it seems that Syria wants to join the coalition of countries, especially Iran, uh, Hezbollah, which is a very strong actor here, and the rest of the militant groups in, in, in the Gaza Strip, that if the Israelis want to wage this ground offensive, they will also retaliate. And this also explains Biden's warning against uh, to Israel that they shouldn't occupy the Gaza Strip because the messages and the signals they have received from the region is that the regional countries and even the countries who are allies with the United States and want to normalize relations with uh, Israel are against this ground operation of Israel in the Gaza Strip. Therefore, yesterday we have seen this report from the Israeli side that say they want to halt or postpone the operation for one week because of the bad weather. The truth of the matter is that they received uh, the information or the intelligence uh, information from the region that there is a preparation for escalation against Israel from multi-fronts. And let's remember that the Hezbollah side, they are not a 
like Hamas, Hezbollah has over 100,000 soldiers and they have gained lots of experience in Syria uh, when they fought against ISIS and Nusra. Those are very vicious groups, right? And they have anti-tank missiles, they have air defense systems, and they even have anti-ship cruise missiles. Hezbollah is a regular army, and if they intervene in this war, they will neutralize the air air bases of Israel. And that's why the Americans have sent two uh, aircraft carriers to the Mediterranean, because Hezbollah and Syria, they are capable of neutralizing the air bases if Israel uh, invades the Gaza Strip. So Israel also, at the same moment, at at the same time, is sending signals to Syria that uh, if you intervene, I'm going also to bomb Syria. And what happened is in the past 10 days, they have bombed twice the Aleppo International Airport, which is used for civilian purposes, and also the Damascus International Airport, which is also used for civilian purposes. And uh, the timing was very interesting because uh, Israel bombed the airport just one day before the landing of the foreign minister of Iran to Syria. And therefore, the foreign minister of Iran had to go to Beirut and from Beirut come with a, with a car to, uh, mm. to Damascus. Because wow. uh, Iran is now coordinating with the regional uh, governments. How could they respond to the uh, Israeli potential attack on the Gaza Strip? Now they postponed it. Let's see if they are going to follow the schedule. But if, I would say, Israel invades Gaza and they want to kick out the Palestinians to Egypt, this is definitely going to uh, escalate and definitely Hezbollah at least is going to intervene. And if Hezbollah intervenes, the United States will intervene. And if the United States intervene, then we are talking about regional war. Iran will also intervene. Syria will also intervene. So who benefits from this? We have to ask this question. Right. Follow the money, right? Who benefits from this? The United States using, of course, Israel as an aircraft carrier, as Robert F. Kennedy Jr. just said. This is one of the reasons why we uh, support Israel is because... In his words, Israel is basically an aircraft carrier for the United States in this region, of course. Um, I want to bring up, when you talked about the refugee question, and that was brought up over the past 48 hours by the ex-foreign minister for Israel. Uh, When asked what should happen to the Palestinians, he said they should be pushed out of Gaza, they should be funneled through into Egypt through the Rafah border crossing, and set up a massive tent city in the desert. Get out of Gaza. And he held up Syria as an example of the success of a tent city for refugees. And he said, just like Syria and the Syrian refugees, this is what should happen to the Palestinians. Again, this is the ex-foreign minister of Israel. So can you talk about the great success of the Syrian refugees living in tents, sleeping on floors and praying and hoping to actually get a sliver of a mattress to sleep on and so they don't freeze to death? I mean, it sounds like a great success. Clayton, as much as tried as I personally try to be objective and not to use these words, but it's 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 very psychopathic of him to to uh, to give the example of the Syrian refugees as as if it's a successful story. There are millions, five million Syrian refugees. Most of them are living in tents under dire conditions during the winter times every year. There are babies dying, there are mothers dying because there is no heating and there is no basic necessities for these people. The idea of encouraging the people to become a refugee from the, at the first place was for political reasons. They wanted to weaponize the refugees against the Assad regime so that they say the people are fleeing from the Assad regime and the Assad regime lost its legitimacy. This was the purpose of it. But they thought that this issue will be resolved very quickly in a few months and they, these people, they can go back. But it has become 12 years of war, 
right now. So these people have become permanently refugees. And now, since the powers who uh, weaponized refugees against Syria lost their interest uh, with the refugees, now they're not even funding these refugees anymore. And these refugees, even if they want to go back to Syria, they are these NGOs that are all of course, funded by the the usual suspects in the NED, USA, George Soros organizations, they, uh, scare, they are scaremongering the people and telling them that if you go to Syria, the Assad regime will murder you, so you should stay refugee. They have they, they have created a new identity called the refugee. Like, I'm a refugee, I'm, I'm proud. There is even an Olympic team for the refugees right now. So they're creating an identity of people to become a refugee. Yes, of course, there are two. There is a Syrian woman, uh, she's a swimmer. She participated in the Olympics in the refugee team and not in her Syrian national team. This is becoming a trend in the region, right? So when Ayalon says he wants to copy the uh, example of Syrian refugees, which means these people also will become refugees indefinitely. And uh, remember the, 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 the refugees after the Nakba, after 1948, expulsion of the Palestinians from their homelands, they have remained refugees up until this moment. And this is going to be the case in Egypt. And the geography of Egypt is very difficult. It's, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's a, it's a, a deserty uh, environment. It's very warm, and it's, it lacks water. So they're going to send all these two million people there in in a very dire situation and build them there these so-called cities and keep them there. So this is the solution of Israel. It's ethnic cleansing of the people from the Gaza Strip. Regardless of what is your opinion about Hamas, I've been personally attacking Hamas for ten years now, and 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 the, but the people there, the civilians. These two million uh, civilians have nothing to do with Hamas. And these people, they deserve to live in their towns, in their uh, farms, and in their birthplace, right? And not to be expelled to somewhere else and then bring settlers from all around the world and settle them in these areas. And there is something very important here, Clayton. Israel uses this uh, excuse all the time to expand. They say security concerns. They occupy the Golan Heights, right? And they say, I have to create a buffer zone with Syria, so they occupy the Golan Heights. They have to create a buffer zone with the Gaza Strip, so they create, uh, they occupy the surroundings of Gaza and they put military installations there. If the Palestinians been expelled to Sinai, and in a generation, if these kids who are growing up on the stories of the horror that they live now, and in 10 years, 20 years, and they say, I want to go back to my home. I want to go back to Gaza. And if they shoot one bullet on Israel from the Sinai this time on Israel, Israel would say, now I have to expand in the Sinai because uh, there is a danger, security danger coming from there. And remember, in 1967, Israel occupied the Sinai completely. So if they occupied it once, they would occupy it for the second time. But this time, through this slow, gradual occupation of the territories, quoting security concerns and expanding uh, in the region. So in my opinion, Israel is the only country in the Middle East which is expanding since 1948, and nobody is even saying anything about it. Israel doesn't adhere to the um, international law which has uh, drawn where is the border of Israel, right? They don't follow that uh, international law, and they just expand even on Palestinian territories in West Bank by building the settlements. And as Chomsky once said, it has become like a chicken nuggets, like small nuggets, everywhere 
And between each of these nuggets, there are checkpoints of the Israeli occupation army. And all these settlements are heavily protected by armed militias from the settlements, settlers, and also from the IDF. Yeah. And of course, Egypt now moving to join BRICS. Once they have that BRICS control of the Suez Canal, that would not be something that the United States would want. And so pushing into Sinai to give back control to Western authorities of that major waterway passage uh, would be ideal for Western powers and these globalists as well. Kavork, uh, I know you've got to run and, uh, and to do some work there. Thank you for your continued amazing journalism on this. We really appreciate it. Thank you for keeping us abreast of what's happening in Syria, lest we forget what has actually been happening while the people there have been bombed over the past few days as well, and the Western press focusing on exclusively on what's happening in Israel. Thank you so much, Kavork. We appreciate it. Thank you very much, Clayton. Thank you so much for watching this segment here at Redacted. We are live every day at 4 p.m. Eastern time trying to share the stories that the mainstream media will not cover. You should also come over and join our community of Redacted Rebels over at redacted.inc. That's our private locals community where we can share exclusive content that we simply cannot share here on YouTube. Come over and join the rebellion together right now by going to redacted.inc. We'll see you next time. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.